normally I would have gone to one of the picks that I, I would have normally gone to was um would have been uh, GoBots, but I didn't pick that one specifically because of Bumblebee. Like yeah. I, now that they've announced that, yeah, we're rebooting the universe and this is going. We're based off. We're this. starting off with this. I'm like, nope. Just y'all, just keep doing what you're doing right now. Yep. We might end up being all right. Yep. So, Bumblebee was so much fun. It was. It was a fun movie. It was a fun kids movie, and like, I, I want to show the boys, and I'm like, it's a Transformers movie that I can show the boys yes, and can. Yep. be okay with. Yep. So, instead of Daddy, why is there a long, drawn-out shot of this girl's butt? Well, <laughs> you'll See, understand she's later. The engine. She's she's yeah. just fixing the engine. It's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 113. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, what was your go-to snack when you were, watch- <clears throat> when you were watching cartoons as a kid? Ray? Uh, my go-to, because especially when I was a kid, the cartoons were on Saturday morning, so it was Fruit Loops. Absolutely loved Fruit Loops. They were my favorite. And uh, if I didn't have those, it was Lucky Charms. But believe it or not, I actually preferred Fruit Loops. You know what? Fruit Loops is, is my go-to, and if we didn't have Fruit Loops, I'd usually go to Fruity Pebbles. It yeah. was a, I like the Fruity, <laughs> I like the Cocoa cereals yep. as well, but I'm the I'm same generation, dude. Like, Saturday morning cartoons was when you mainly got to watch them, so you generally tend to be breakfast stuff. And um, something that my parents started doing with us that we have carried on with our children is, um, uh, hey, here are here's some things that y'all can eat in the morning that do not require mommy and daddy like cereal, and here's some bowls and stuff. So y'all just go ahead and get up and get your iPads and watch cartoons or play games, and here's some cereal, and just let mommy and daddy sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sean, what was your go-to snack watching cartoons? I had any fruity cereal that would turn the milk into a different flavor. A fruity Hell yeah. Pebbles specifically. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, we're all in the same Yeah, it was too. always Saturday mornings. Yep. Watch watch us have the same picks too. This is I'm almost I'm <laughs> almost worried. Tonight's tonight's topic is um uh one that Sean actually brought up. We're we're going to uh there's been a lot of live action remakes of uh, of cartoons here recently and like disney is going all out right now like they're freaking we've got dumbo coming out here in just a few weeks we've got the new aladdin coming out we've got the lion king we've got three uh, remakes of disney animated classic movies coming out just this year alone um and then of course you know you could consider transformers and gi joe and but i mean we've been doing this for a long time and uh we thought we would uh we we'd take a stab at it and and see you know if there are any cartoons particularly from the 80s and 90s that we would like to see remade uh live action nowadays so <coughs> pardon me um got a cough can't seem to get rid of all right with that being said uh what do you want like to go first sure why not all right ray what is the first uh, 80s or 90s cartoon that you would like to see remade live action okay so uh, I'm going to need your help with this one because okay. 
I, this is one of the ones that I would be very excited to see remade. Okay. Uh, more specifically, because we've been watching a lot of the Orville. We're hey. all caught up with it. It's been fantastic, and I would love to see what uh, what that group can do with the Jetsons. Oh, okay. I thought that the Jetsons with an Orville twist, where it's kind of like you know more adult and brought up, and <laughs> okay, like Seth MacFarlane as George. Could you imagine? I think it would be amazing. <laughs> that would be interesting. So that would yeah, be that really was, interesting. That would be that would be my first one, and I just I'm trying to think of who else you could like. You could get some of the Stranger Things cast in there too, as uh, Alroy or. Mm. Um, See, I'm horrible at casting, and even though I did cast at least two of the three movies that I picked, um, I'm horrible at casting. So yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland as uh, Alroy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Who did you say? Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a little old for it, but whatever. It works. Uh, sure. Well, I mean, we're, we're redoing it anyway. Yeah, so. we are. That's true. I was going to ask, are you going to go, are you doing, obviously, you want it to be a little more adult, a little more uh, grown up. Uh, so I'll, we're, you're obviously not going like uh, how we had the, the, the Flintstones movies, right? No. So... Uh, I would say it's kind of like um, very much how the Orville is to Star Trek, right? Where they make fun of themselves and everything, but mm-hmm. still have like a more serious tone. Uh, very much like that, where the Jetsons is more grown up, more realistic in its expectations. But uh, so like the dog, right? Instead of a talking dog, uh, it would be like a a voice or it would be either an alien or <laughs> or it'd be a uh, like a... Uh, voice synthesizer like they have on Up, right? Where it's... I was going to say, that's what I'd like to see is, is, is an actual dog, but it just has the voice. Yeah, yeah. so that I think that would be awesome. Think about this. Take the entire cast of the Orville and transfer it over to the Jetsons. Like Norm MacDonald as the voice of the dog. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Oh, Norm MacDonald <laughs> would be awesome. As, Seth yeah. MacFarlane and what's her name that plays the first officer is George and Judy. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it could totally work. It, it would. And that's it's kind yeah, of... Yeah, plays uh, um, Boris as the boss. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still have to watch the Orville. Oh, oh come on, Eugene. You gotta I haven't that. had time. I've been, do, do, I've been doing renovation stuff. The, the last episode uh, I really enjoyed. <laughs> Did you see I've that only one? seen up to season one. I gotta wait oh, for, dude, uh, you've been missing a lot. I know. I'm going to wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Watch it. All right. Now, here's my other question. Um, what, was the, what was the robot's name? Um, Rosie. Was it Rosie? Rosie. Yeah. Yes. So um, I, could, I was thinking like the neighbor had a male version, right? Or like... <laughs> I was I was gonna say like what kind of a design are you gonna kind of base the design off of that or are you gonna go I was gonna recommend uh, are you gonna do something drastically different say like the uh, Netflix did with uh, Lost in Space? <laughs> See you you could but here's the fun part if you do if you do it actually like Rosie was designed mm-hmm. there's so many flaws with that design that you could make fun of that that's true yeah and have a lot of fun with it so. That's very true. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know which way you wanted to go with that. If you wanted to try to keep that original, 
design or not. So. Keep it as original as I could with that one. <clears throat> yeah. So very good, very good. So uh, uh, redoing the Jetsons in in, in, uh, in the Orville style. In the Orville style. All right, very cool. Uh, Sean, do you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Um, I know it's been remade already, but I'm thinking uh, GI Joe as a gritty TV series. I I would agree. A movie, a TV series. Yeah. Um, that would work. Uh, Carl Urban as Duke. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, like he's, he's the strong type. No, he does Judge Dredd great. I figured he'd be great as Duke. Yeah. Amy Adams is Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, she could kick I some see ass. that. Oh, you got to kind of bring it back to reality a little bit more than what the movies did. Yeah. So, um, Snake Eyes, any martial arts expert, he doesn't talk. I'd love to see Ryan Reynolds, but I think they'd blow the budget because he just went right up during the takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got the body language, but it's not really for snake eyes. Um, I would just, yeah. I would get Ray Park to do it. Honestly, Ray I would Park just, would be. I, I wanted to say that, and I'm like, well, I'm now I'm ripping off another movie, but yeah. <laughs> um, Roadblock. I have Idris Elba. I think oh, that'd be, be awesome. Awesome as <laughs> the thing is, like The Rock being Roadblock. Rock can yeah. play the most dramatic role ever. Like he'd be. Sitting over his dying mother, holding a dying puppy, and the tears are all flowing, and you'd still want to laugh at him because it just—it <laughs> it doesn't work. Cobra yeah. Commander, I had uh, Gerald Butler. And that would be good. I. Are you going to do the? You, you are you doing the mask, mask or are you doing? Are you doing the the oh. chrome? I do the mask, not the chrome. Okay. Uh, so you would just see his eyes and. And that way, in the series, he could be out doing something else. It could be like a secret identity kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else did I have? Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch for Destro. That'd be good. Yeah. Oh, I don't know good. how he would in the series, though. I think it would have to be a silver mask or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that question is like, how, do you, how do you go about doing that? They actually did a pretty good job in the movie until they actually put nanites in them and because that CGI was absolutely horrible. Oh yeah, it was, it was bad. Have you watched that just for this? And I'm like, what the hell, how did this even get by into a movie? So bad. And then uh, Angelique Jolie for the Baroness. She does need to come back into something because it's. I figured yeah, when they start washing up, they head back into the TV series. Yeah. Especially like a Netflix or a, or HBO. I was gonna say this seems a little grittier. I would definitely say HBO probably would be like, yeah, fine, yeah, sure, yeah, y'all do whatever, yeah. whatever y'all want to do, you know. Um, but no, that yeah, I, I agree with you. I'd love to see, I'd love to see GI Joe done right. Yeah, like and like make it a TV series because there's so many different things you can do. Now I just touched off on a couple of characters just to get the thing rolling, but there's so many characters you could... Oh, yeah. But it, the well, trick would be... Eras too, right? that stuff. You could pick different eras as well. Like, you don't have to put it in nowadays. You could go back into the 80s, 90s, 70s and, and do it back then. Just like Agent Carter or something like that. Yeah. Marvel Universe. Throw yeah, it back. Yeah, doing it as a period piece would be cool, too. <laughs> 
especially if you did it as a period piece so that the technology would still be advanced, but it wouldn't be like stupid advanced. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, if you base it on the eighties, <clears throat> right. And then, yeah, you can even have a couple of nods to the, to the, Oh like, yeah. You, you could do so much with it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. The trick is not making it campy. Cause it would just, it'd only take one bad actor or a bad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, no, this is done. Yep. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Did either of y'all see there was a, a, a short series cartoon that came out? Um, Retaliation was the name of the movie. It was like G.I. Joe. I want to say it started with an, an R or whatever. I mean, it was hardcore. Like, literally, the first scene, and it was like someone getting shot in the head, and that's what kind of kicked everything off. And I'm just like, like, man, this is dark and this is gritty. This is what G.I. Joe should be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally on board for that. So, um, the first one is actually the first one I'm going to put out there is the first is technically the second one I came up with was, um, uh, it's funny. I, I listened to this podcast and there's a guy on there that is, um, he's a huge Godzilla fan, but he's also just like a huge, um, a dinosaur fan and he just uh was introduced to this this cartoon series this short-lived cartoon series with toys that are super expensive to get a hold of and he he's known about it for a while and he finally just gave in and started watching it and now he's like i have to buy everything and it's going to cost me a damn fortune um dino riders did either I, of y'all i love <laughs> watching that <laughs> um so here's the reason I'm starting off with this one is um, I'd like to see it as a movie because you're going to have to have a big budget to do the dinosaurs to make them look, to make them look right. Um, I did not cast anyone for this movie. And here's why every single character on that show is forgettable. No one watched that show for the good guys. The bad guys were just kind of memorable just because they were like snakes and sharks and, you know, the main bad guy had a super deep voice. Um, everyone freaking watched it for dinosaurs with lasers and stuff. Like, so that's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm taking a Transformers route on this. It's like, okay, um, we're going to dump all of the budget into uh, doing these awesome looking dinosaurs with, you know, armor and all this other stuff. Um, let's just get nobodies because I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. if we, we might get one token good guy. You know, one token person to be, you know, like the main leader of the good guys and like maybe find someone who's got does some really good voice work for the bad guy. But then other than that, 90% of the budget needs to go into dinosaurs. So, yeah, you're paying, right, you're paying CGI you. guys. How would, what tone would you give the movie? Would you like make it like an action one or would you want to do a comedy or? I'd, I'd, I'd definitely want to make it, it definitely be an action comedy because I mean, the the premise is pretty you know hokey you know um i dropped the whole time travel part and i'm just like okay well they're aliens from another planet and they they land here and it just happens to be prehistoric time it doesn't have to be that they also went back in time um maybe that's just when they live but um i, I would definitely want it to be um i'm trying to think of a good example um Something like maybe like uh, the the Jungle Book movie that they just recently did, so that it's not, uh, you know, it, I don't want it to be too serious. I want it to be something lighthearted and fun. 
because uh, once again, dinosaurs and stuff. The other, there's a couple reasons for that. One, um, I don't want the backlash of even though they are digital animals uh, <laughs> coming after me for you know, hey, you made a movie and you're showing you know animals killing each other. Uh, <laughs> you know, th- there might be it's a couple of animals. Yeah, there might be a couple of animals that end up getting it in the end, but for the most part, everyone's going to be a horrible shot. Uh, but I, I want to make this kind of kid friendly so that we can sell a hell of a lot of toys, mainly dinosaurs with lasers. So, <laughs> all right, here, lead actor Steve Carroll. Steve Carell. He's funny. Ooh. Yeah, you, you'd make Either it that funny. or yeah, um, or. Uh, Farrell, Farrell. Oh my uh, god! You already kind of did it though in Land of the Lost. Yeah. True. You know who needs a, a comeback and would still do kids' movies? Probably is. Uh, oh shit! What's his name from Looney Tunes? Uh, the Mummy. <laughs> oh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan He's Fraser. already. In, uh, I would totally have Brendan. Fra- if this is Brendan Fraser's comeback, absolutely, I'll take him. <laughs> So we just need to find someone who's got, who does like, he's got a really awesome voice. Cause I've, I've got a feeling most of the bat. Now here's my question. Obviously the dinosaur is going to be CG. Uh, for the most part, you know, we might build part of a dinosaur for them to stand next to or whatever. in you know, certain cases, um, but uh, the, the bad guys were all, like I said, one of them, like some of them looked like snakes. Some of them looked like sharks. Uh, some of them looked like bugs. Do I want to do CG on them, or do I want to do this more... I'm almost thinking I need to redo the whole bad guy so that we can still focus most of the money on the dinosaurs and not have to worry about all the bad guys are also CG. You could you could almost do... Like, are they Were they different factions or no? No, they were all under the one guy, but they were all like... Like I said, some of them were snakes, some of them were sharks, so, some of them were... So you could just because you're you're taking liberty anyway, you you could change it so that it's a class system, and then on like they have a badge. So de- de- depending on what level they're at, they're either a snake or a shark okay. or whatever. But do practical effects on on the makeup? I I wouldn't even. You can just keep them human, and their different helmets are different. Oh, I like that idea. That the different helmets are. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. So not even that, so they're just humanoid. They're just yeah. where these. Yeah, no, I like that idea. That's a good idea. So because that was one of the things I was watching the cartoon again. I was just like, because I, <laughs> I don't want them. I don't want the dinosaurs to look really good, and then in the bat, you know, the main bad guys would be like, "Wow, <laughs> that looks like garbage." <laughs> so that is clearly a foam mask. This is Suicide Squad shit. All right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, well, alrighty. Well, like I said, um. Dinosaurs, yeah. Dino Riders, I think I'd like, I, I would honestly like to see that have some kind of a comeback because it was such a, it, it's, it was such a good idea. It just never took off. And I think honestly, it was because all of the, fo- they were focused too much on the characters that no one cared about. It was like, everyone was tuning in to watch dinosaurs. That's, that's why we're here. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Uh, Ray, we're back around to you. All right, I'm glad you guys didn't take this one. I thought it was going to be gone. So, <laughs> okay. All right, so I I need a lot of voice actors for this. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get Jeremy Irons, uh, Ian McShawn, Hugh Laurie, uh, and then I'm also gonna get Andy Serkis because I'm gonna need a lot of CGI stuff. 
Okay. And then uh, for the female role, I was thinking Zazie uh, Beats, who's from the Deadpool 2, because she's freaking awesome. Okay. And uh, and we're going to do Gargoyles. No. Oh, my God. That would be such a good live action. Uh-oh. Like, I was thinking, you know, you stay away from the time travel stuff, uh-huh. right? And you stay away from, uh, uh, is it Alyssa or, anyway, the, the female right. cop. Yeah. You, you keep her away from becoming a gargoyle, cause that whole line. Yeah. But, um, you know, you still show the past and the present and, and kind of like, I can't remember if they lost their memory or what it was in the show, but they do show the past at some point. And I like. Watch it at the beginning. I've got them on DVD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Watch them every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's such a good show. I remember absolutely loving it. There was great cast uh, voice actors then, but uh, I thought you could update it with. Uh, and again, like Jonathan Frakes and Brent Spiner and Dorn. Uh, yeah, it, that was such a great cast. Oh, oh my really god, was. yes, it really was. I just thought you could uh, like. I would love for Andy Serkis to take one of those main roles, whether he's the bad guy or the good guy, mm-hmm. and see what he could do and what he could bring to. Um, the special effects, right? Like him in the suit or whatever, so they could capture him and him teaching the other guys how to how to walk around and like this. The the screen cap would be amazing to oh, capture yeah. all that, and then create the big gargoyles right on top of that. That would be so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I missed that one. I should have. I thought it was gonna be gone for sure. I thought it was gonna be gone oh. for sure. I'm like, oh, I'm like you. Time. I'm kicking myself now that because that was such a good show. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, and I um I was watching the new uh, the new uh, John Wick three, mm-hmm. and is it it's Ian Mac uh, McShawn or anyway is the guy that owns the the hotel? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love his voice, man, and I could see him playing one of the main characters for sure, and yeah. Just be awesome. <laughs> that is such a good catch. You could probably get a lot of the original voice cast still. You probably could. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to, yeah. Because there's a little part of me that kind of wants to say, <laughs> you know, quite a few of them come back. But yeah. Well, and and I mean, you could do that. But I, uh, the one that I do like is um, uh, Zazie uh, Beats from Deadpool 2. She's the one that played... Um, Domino? Don't, yeah. Yeah. I, I think she'd be great in that role. I no, I agree. Yeah. So so Or Elisa. Yeah. yeah. Elisa, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'd but, be the Yeah, I, you could probably get like Marina Sirtis and all that as Demona and Yeah. All CGI anyway. Exactly. I yeah. just you, you would have to get I and that's why I would like to have Andy Circus in there because I think he would kind of take the lead on on how the, the screen cap should go, and maybe you get different actors for that part, mm-hmm. and, and just pay like stunt people to do those parts. But yeah, I thought it'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. That would be awesome. Can we make it happen now? I know, right? <laughs> what, I, what I keep thinking about, and I'm so, I wonder if anyone has done that cosplay. Uh, there are these people... Um, they specifically fo- they've started making these. Basically, it's a high heel 
but instead of having the back part of the heel, like the back part of the heel's gone and it's just all reinforced and it goes down and it gives you uh, basically like a hoof or something mm-hmm. so that you kind of have that, you know, you know, that angle on that, you know, on the, the bottom yeah. part of the leg. And yeah. I'm like, man, if, if, if you were okay walking like that, can you imagine freaking doing a, a gargoyle, gargoyle cosplay? Oh, yeah. That would be so awesome. You can make the DVDs. They have um, uh, like excerpts from like the the gargoyle conventions that mm-hmm. they have, and there is cosplay. Yeah, there is. Wow. So they have okay. gargoyle conventions for these. Like the original voice actors show up. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, the cosplay in them, like they got full wings and wow, the whole nine yards. It they look really good. Okay, I'm gonna have to look this up after the show. <laughs> I can already see a rabbit hole coming down my way here. So. Hey, and that's something that you could show the boys, too. Yeah. I, and see, here's one of those things. I mean, I know Disney has announced that all of the back catalog movies are going to be in their new service. Um, if they put all of the back catalog cartoons in there, I think oh. I think it's going to be a slam dunk, and I'm going to have nope. to subscribe to that. They, well, uh, they've, and they've got The Simpsons, and they've got, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Crazy. Um. All right, uh, uh, Sean. What's your next one? Um, I'm gonna go with Silverhawks. Good, good, good pull. Okay, Eugene does. You don't remember Silverhawks, there, right? Nobody. Um, I'm gonna look it up nope. right now. Okay. This is why I had I had like five of them going at the same time because Silverhawks was kind of related to Thundercats. A little which bit. Was also yeah. related to. Um, was the other one? Uh, it was shark, shark something. I had them all down. This is a bunch of astronauts or whatever that they were on an ocean world and they could dive into this tank and it turned them into like fish kind of thing. Okay, anyway, I don't, yeah, I don't remember that one, but look them up. They're like they all came out right around the same time. All the characters kind of look alike and all nine years. Anyway, I used to love watching Silverhawk, so that's one I chose. Um, so I would do, uh, I would do it as a movie, kind of a darker movie because there's, is going to be so much CGI in it. Yeah. All the main characters are going to have to be CGI pretty much, except for their faces and stuff like that. Um, so the lead guy for Silverhawks, the old guy that kind of sits back and runs the show is, um, Commander Stargazer. I had him cast as Patrick Stewart. Nice. He already can do the Borg thing. It's almost the same freaking makeup except it's cold. <laughs> Good point. <clears throat> it's Patrick. Um, Silver, who's the leader of the Silver Hawks. I had uh, Chris Evans. Oh, good, good pull. I think he new role now, anyway. Well, yeah, new one, and like made a comic book character like an icon in yeah. America and the world so let's uh slap them in silver and start over again oh yeah um colonel bluegrass now this is the silver hawk that flies the ship around doesn't actually have wings or anything i had him as bradley cooper i can see him sitting in the ship playing a guitar i was gonna oh, yeah. say that is a good pull i was gonna ask you who you were gonna pull for him and that's a good pull oh and just wait because i got another reason for picking him but i'll, I'll get down there uh Okay. Uh, now, um, Steel Heart and Steel Will, 
still will. They were twins in the series. Um, but I would change it up. And so Steelheart, I would make that Jessica Parker Kennedy. She plays Nora in the Flash series. Okay. And then I would give her a husband instead of a twin. Mm-hmm. And the husband would uh, steal Will is Josh Hutcherson. I played PETA. Okay. I think in the, the cartoon, they're both like pretty muscly and big and stuff like that. So I'm reducing the size a little bit. But especially with Josh Hutcherson, he actually, when you take a look, if you do like a side by side of the pictures, his facial, stru- facial structure actually looks kind of like the cartoon. It's kind of nice. weird. <laughs> but uh, no, I think. And then you have like the husband wife dynamic instead of the twins with the stupid psychic connection. Yeah, the, yeah, the twin things kind of played out, especially that, those cartoons like that. Um, the Copper Kid, I would just do CGI, um, mainly because Copper Kid doesn't actually talk. It's always beeps and I think if you cast anyone that was recognizable, the audience would be like, oh, I already know what they sound like. Yeah. So either cast a total unknown or just make a complete CGI. Okay, that way it, it keeps them in that illusion. Uh, going on to the bad guys, Monstar, I want to put them as Ron Perlman, but I think Perlman... Too old. <laughs> So my, because uh, he a younger Ron Perlman would have been awesome. Yeah, but I agree. I, instead, I'd want to go with um, John Bernthal, guy who plays Punisher. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think uh, just that anger that he can produce would be great for our when he's not in his robotic form. I think he could pull it off. Um, yes, man. Out of this one, Leland Orser. You guys remember who Leland Orser is? Not ringing a bell. He played in so much, but he's always been like the second in command. So in uh, the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, he plays the number two guy, the lawyer for Kingpin. Okay. Um, played in killing. <laughs> Alien Resurrection. He was the guy that they forced to get the whatever alien injected into him, and at the end of the movie, he like grabbed the guy and like pulled the pull him close, and the alien shot through him. And he's playing so much. Look him up, Leland Orser. Okay. He's got this kind of whiny, nasally voice. He always plays second in command kind of thing, and he's just perfect for being the yes man. <laughs> okay. Um. Hardware, I'd have John Goodman. Now, it would be kind of a CGI to make him look like a troll anyway. And John Goodman has that really good voice. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. things and, well, up, like, in Transform. Really yeah. good. Yeah. And lastly, I had Melodia, Lady Gaga. That way you can have something going on between Bluegrass and Melodia kind of thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> already proven it works. That's <laughs> really awesome. awesome. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. That's all I got for that one. There's a, quite a few more characters for the bad guys. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I Silverhawks was always one of my favorite cartoons growing up. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be so awesome to have a, a dark movie, like not comical or anything. That's what you had. You couldn't pick comic actors or anything like that. Couldn't be too many jokes in it. So, yeah, that would be so cool. Now they have the technology, as long as they don't do like a Green Lantern kind of crap. But yeah, yeah, you don't want to go down that path. <laughs> so um, the next one I picked, uh, I also want to do as a movie. Um, I also want to um, do as a action comedy because once again, it's it, it the idea of it is kind of. I don't know how you could really do it serious and people kind of take it serious, but who knows? Um, I did uh, Centurions. Do y'all remember that one? Oh, oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. one of my favorites. <laughs> um, I had some of that. One of the best things about those action figures is they were like 12 inches tall. They were big action figures so that all of the weapons and stuff that went on them like, were like sizable. They were awesome. They weren't like you know tiny and going to break off or whatever. Of course, I also meant they were more expensive, but... Um, because I know we had, I know we had like the main bad guy and his henchman, and we I think we had two of the dudes, but I don't think we had the third one. On, but I, like I said, it's been a while. Um, so yeah, I want to do Centurions. Um, for Doc Terror, horrible name, but for Doc Terror, uh, I wanted uh, Clive Owen. That that would that would be good. I wanted something. I wanted someone who could do a serious bad guy. Uh, that might almost be too scary. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. So his his henchman was named Hacker, and I remember he was just kind of a goofball. And I was trying to think. I was like, well, do I want – what's a big burly guy that I can get to you know, play that character that's going to be half cyborg or whatever? And I was like, no, I'm doing this as a comedy. I'm going to get uh, Charlie Day, and he's going to – it's going to be Charlie Day, and, this, and that's going to be one of the things. He's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm fucking huge. I can, like, break <laughs> – I can break shit, and oh, my God, this is awesome. Uh <laughs> So, like I said, he'll he'll temper he'll temper down uh, Clive Owen. Um, all right. So for the main the main characters, we've got um, Max Ray, who's the water guy. He's he's uh, essentially the leader. Um, I want Nick Offerman, and here's why: because he had an awesome mustache in that cartoon, and I was like, who could who could support fucking Nick Offerman can support an awesome mustache? Um, Plus, I think you know, being a little bit old, you know, a little bit older than some of the other characters I've picked. I think you know, you'd also have the authority figure there. So, uh, for Tom Jake, <laughs> well, Tom Selleck would be a little old, but yeah. If I were, if I were casting this back like a decade or so ago, oh yeah, Tom yeah. Selleck would have totally been who I would have picked. Um, in fact, I almost, I almost think if you watch any of the cartoon, it's almost like that's who they kind of base the character off of a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, for Jake Rockwell, he was kind of, um, he was the land guy. He was kind of hot tempered and, and like, you know, it was like, you know, really get out there and go or whatever. Uh, Chris Pratt, I think Chris Pratt would be, could bring a lot of energy to it and get pissed off and, and like, you know, want to just like double down on, on the action. Um, Ace McCloud, God, such a generic name. Um, was kind of the cocky ladies man show off. I'm going to flip the script on this one. Um, and I'm, I'm pulling back someone else from another movie that had a duo in there. Um, I want to see Jennifer Lawrence. I want to see Jennifer Lawrence be my sky person and be cocky and be like, just cause I, I'd like to see her 
play a cocky role and play off of Chris Pratt. I think that would be fun with Nick Offerman trying to keep them focused on what's going on. I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, as long as they have better chemistry than they did in Passengers. That's what I've heard. Yes, that's that's my second <laughs> shot on this one. So, uh, and then Crystal Kane, the the girl who's up in Sky Vault, which is actually what beams down the the weapons and everything to him. Uh, Ellen Page, I thought she would be. She'd be good for that role. So, mm-hmm. uh, but like I said, I want it to be an action comedy. I want it to be freaking over the top because you know they're going to keep getting all these different weapons. And then of course at the end, you know the bad guys look like they might be able to win, and then they're going to beam down like they're really super heavy duty weapons, and they're just going to tear shit up. It's going to be lots of explosions. Um, Michael like Bay I said, directing them. Uh, directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> I was gonna, I was, I was gonna try to find the guy who maybe directed. Um, something more like uh, Rampage or something like that. So it's still a lot of blowing up shit, but not maybe quite on Michael Bay's level. So, But we'll see. Who knows? What's funny, though, is I liked older... I like older Michael Bay stuff, like Armageddon and The Rock and stuff. I like okay. those movies. I just don't like what he did to Transformers. Or Ninja Turtles. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, back whenever he was still... I think back when he was still working with uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, I think that... You know, if we could get that Michael Bay back, we, things might be okay. So, all right. So that was my second pick was the Centurion. So, uh, Ray, what's your next one? So my next one was a short-lived cartoon in the eighties. Um, I never watched it. Uh, after watching the trailer for it, <clears throat> or not the trailer, sorry, the uh, the opening for it, I said, "Thank God I didn't watch it because I would have hated it." But anyway, <laughs> and then you you still picked this for a I, reason. I still picked this for a reason. Um, I think because this this series has such a draw for the game aspect, Dungeons and Dragons Uh-oh. would have made a great series. Now, here's the thing. Hell yeah. I think because they, they have so much to pull, I think Netflix should do this very much the way that they did their pick your own adventure style. So you pick your hero and then you pick... At certain points, you pick the decision which way they go. You are going to add. You are adding so much to the budget on this, but I love this idea. <laughs> oh, the budget's like gone. Yeah, but <laughs> I just think it would be such a, a wicked idea if you actually did, um, you know, all the different scenarios and then reacted. You're doing retake or retakes all it anyway, right? So based on which decisions you are, you end up at the end with different people or. Um, and, and certain people will die depending on what you choose. And, and then, uh, you, you know, you may actually die based on your decisions and it'll go back to, you know, a, a different point where you have to go again. And I just think that'd be kind of a fun way to, to do that one. That would be apparently the, and I have not watched it yet, but <clears throat> their Bandersnatch, um, mm-hmm. Black Mirror episode apparently has done really well. I heard a report that, uh, Netflix is doubling down on the whole choose your own adventure type yep. show. So I, obviously it, it did well enough that they're you know looking to invest more stuff. So yeah. I think Dungeons and Dragons would be a good way to do it. Well, it'd be kind of cool because then you could choose which hero you're going to follow, right? Yeah. Um, and so that, that way you're you kind of start off with that. And then the rewatchability too, right? You, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can go down so many different roads with it, so... Are you going to recast Marlon Wayans? <laughs> Different show, bud. Different oh, show. Okay. okay. <laughs> you said cartoons. So I picked uh, cartoons from 83 to 85. <laughs> okay. 
it did a Dungeons and Dragons movie though. Yes. And it was Marlon Wayans. That's why that I'm asking talking? if Marlon Wayans was going to be. <laughs> yes. But and and you know what? Chris will actually watch that movie. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. It's, I, it okay. I, I don't remember much about it, but I do remember Marlon Yeah, it was okay. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've watched a couple times with Chris, and uh-huh. it was okay. The the problem is, uh, how do you tell because of how big Dungeons and Dragons is, right? And because of what you can pull into it, how do you tell all those different stories as well as still give the viewer that choice? Because that's the big thing behind it is. I want to choose, right? So, you know, that's why if you give them that uh, through Netflix or whatever, maybe HBO comes up with something, then you could actually follow through with that. Are you going to choose, would you cast, um, would you cast recognizable people or would you? I I would say you'd have to go like with unknowns. I agree with that. You'd have to do a bunch of unknowns, um, which is a risk, but. I, I just think that would be better. I agree. No, I agree. I think that would be the better way to go. Yeah. So, very yeah, that's a good idea, dude. I like that one. I try. Uh, good job. <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh, uh, Sean, you're next, right? Yeah. All right. My last one. I used to watch this one every day after school. I, I love watching it. It was... Watching them now, it's pretty stupid, but eh, kids. Cops. You there one? Cops? <laughs> I remember cops, yes. Yep. Central Organization of Police Specialists. Yes. Oh. Um, I would do this as a television series, similar to like Brooklyn Nine-Nine kind of thing. That sounds fantastic. Um, so... Like there's there is a shit ton of characters for this series too. Like they used to like they'd have like two or three characters a show and then cycle them through and you wouldn't see those characters for like two or three weeks afterwards kind of. Um I would start with Bulletproof leader as Michael Dorn. Worf. Big yeah, imposing guy, good voice. Yep. Yes. And I think you needed that. His right. eyes. His eyes alone is hysterical. Okay, so, <laughs> is it a comedy? Um, I had, uh, like, um, gags going through it, this whole thing. So, his would be, uh, like, the walk around, always smirking. Running gag would always be, uh, finds a place too bright, but every time he gets a pair of glasses, he'd lose them, I think. Or okay. he'd try on new pair of glasses every show and they'd be something he'd like them. And then someone else in the show would say those look stupid or something like that or make fun of them. So he'd have a new pair every time. Nice. Um, Long arm would be Woody Harrelson. Wow. Okay. The old fashioned cop given new tech. Uh And he's after it, but he won't give up. Yeah. So he'd be like shooting at and like locking himself to a wall or something like that. You get you get Matthew McConaughey on that one too. Get get like a true detective going. <laughs> uh, Bowser, I would get. Uh, I can't even what's his last name. Milo Ventimiglia. Uh, Peter, 
hear from Kudosh. Oh, okay. From what? Oh, remember the TV series Heroes? Peter, yeah. the main guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, bushy mustache, 70s porn-style mustache on him. Uh-huh. Um, I would suit him. <laughs> I think he would be perfect for it. You get the big mustache on him and all that, and, like, always an animal lover kind of thing, always take care of it. And for Blitz, I get, like, a robotic dog, but the running gag for that one is uh, the the programmer, like, for the initial barking sound would be the programmer actually saying woof, woof. And then for the rest of the series, he never barks like a dog. The programmer keeps screwing it up. So one time he'd be running around meowing like a cat or the old lady saying, where's the beef kind of thing. <laughs> nice. Never in the whole series would he actually bark like a dog. Right. Uh, highway I did a gender swap on this one. I got Jane Lynch. She, yeah, she, she definitely do, pulled yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, just the no nonsense. Like, originally, I was going to put her as uh, misdemeanor at one. But no. Put her on a motorcycle and put her in the cop side kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mirage. Now, in the series, Mirage was like the overt specialist from like San Francisco. I would uh, make her Emma Watson. And just do her from across the pond, kind of thing. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, make it that she's kind of ditzy in the series and all that, but she's the type of character that has like super ass martial arts skills and all that, and has like knows like crime bosses and how to extort people, but she always comes across as a ditz. Then on to the bad guys, big boss of Jason Alexander. This is a kind of a comedy series, so I'm thinking Jason yep. Alexander. Jason Alexander as the big boss would be hilarious. That would be so funny. And then his uh, FU, Berserko, would be Jake Busey. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, Dr. Bad Vibes. Now, I was growing up watching this show. I always thought Dr. Bad Vibes was a chick. <laughs> anyway, I have Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> what? <laughs> Take a look, because he's always got that the lips that are all kind of puckered up kind of thing. Uh-huh. That's like Dr. Bad Vibes all the time. <laughs> and the last one I got, I don't know. I got Misdemeanor is China. Okay. It's supposed to be an ugly chick and like all yeah, muscle. She's supposed to be like super strong. Uh-huh. Well, she's ugly, but she, is she still alive though? <laughs> sure she is. I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> I'm looking that up because I don't know if she's... <laughs> well, if she's dead, then she'd be probably not very good looking, so... <laughs> Uh, no, she's still alive. Okay. Yeah. Yay! Oh, no. Really oh, she, sorry. No, she did. She died. Oh, April yeah, 2016. All right. Well, I'll have to recast that one. And the last one. Uh, what about that Ronda made... Rousey chick? How about that? Who? Ronda Rousey. 
I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know. Like, I Googled that one looking for muscle mm-hmm. bound <laughs> actresses. <laughs> Rhonda's pretty the only one I could find with clothes on, so. Oh, um, Before Dad's like, Mc- what are you doing? <laughs> I got Peter Capaldi for buttons. Peter Capaldi, okay. Okay, yeah. And for someone that could get underneath that fedora and be all tucked in and uh-huh. just have yeah. guns. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cops. I think that would make a pretty good TV series as long as they kept it pretty light. But once again, there's like a thousand freaking characters. You yeah. could have like a thousand stories. You could do like the the uh, True Detective where each season is focused on different people. So that way you almost, can... I was almost going to say, so are you also going to, you could also do episodes where it's almost like Reno 911. <laughs> Or they yeah. just you know just little short things or whatever, and then of course you have episodes where it's like you know a big a big thing going on. So <laughs> I still love Jason Alexander as the big boss. Like cops, the TV series, uh-huh. like camera crew following them around. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. You could do like The Office for cops. Oh my god, yeah. that would be so good. Yes, <laughs> and and it wouldn't and it wouldn't make any sense at all. But then you'd also have the bad guys doing the same thing. So Jason Alexander's <laughs> just like. God, they're such a bunch of idiots. <laughs> you could. You could when I started this, I had to put Jason Alexander in something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you could absolutely have the camera crew following around the bad guys and and like the cops. Nobody's cluing in as to why all these yeah. guys follow. That's just a documentary. But you could have like the two camera crews meeting up and like having chats while oh, yeah. the other two are totally oblivious. <laughs> I was gonna say, if it's one camera crew, can you imagine they get into like this fight or whatever, and literally two different one guy from the good guys, one guy from the bad guys go to turn to the camera, and the cameraman's like, "Who do I follow?" <laughs> really? Yeah, they switch the halfway sound, through. Yeah, the sound guy goes after one. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a good idea. Um, the last one that I picked was honestly the first one that popped in my head. Um, it's one that I actually went back and kind of watched a little bit of. And I also watched a, a YouTube breakdown of it. And I obviously remember, have fonder memories of this cartoon than what it actually was because it was actually a really bad cartoon. Um, of course, it was only 13 episodes. Um, and what's funny is, is I started working on this earlier this week, uh, when I started doing research just within the last month, uh, they've released something else that goes along with it. And then yesterday I saw a press release for, uh, a live action reboot they're doing to it as well. And what I'm looking at doing is, uh, did either of y'all watch the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo? <laughs> that was horrible. It was horrible, but when I when I watched it at the time, I I liked it for whatever reason. Um, and here and here's the funny thing: they literally just released an animated movie just within the last month or so, where they finally catch the thirteenth ghost. <laughs> uh, it's been thirty freaking years that they finally caught the last ghost. Um, and then the other thing is, um, um, uh, I just saw a press release. It was today or yesterday where 
they're looking at redoing the and the live action Scooby Doo movies, and uh, they're looking at getting like Zac Efron to play, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Fred. <laughs> and I don't remember who they said they were going to get. They had someone else listed on the press release that they were going to have to play uh, uh, Daphne, but anyway. Um, so in the in the cartoon series, the the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, Fred and Daphne are not. I'm sorry, Fred and Velma aren't in the group. It's just, it's just um, Scooby and Shaggy and uh, Daphne and Scrappy. And they manage, yes, and they manage to open this chest, and the the chest opens and release these ghosts, and they're basically told and demons, and they're told they they're the since they open, they're the ones that opened it, they're the ones that have to put them back. And yeah, um, before before you go on, I'm with you on this one. Okay, I'm, I'm good. But I would have to make it a stipulation that Scrappy dies, like in the first. He's the one that releases it, and he dies by uh, like immediately. That would that would be fine. Actually, what I was going to do was um, <laughs> there was also, and instead of so instead of having Fred and and um, you know instead of having Fred and and Velma, they had Scrappy do, and they created a new character. A little con artist, and his name was Flim Flam. And I'm like, no, not doing that. So I'm going to go back to the original group. I'm going to have the original five. Um, we can throw Scrappy in there and throw him under a just bus to, if we need to at the to very beginning. Him. That's fine. Like, yeah. Like, the, the, literally the first, they're, they're in the van, they're driving, they're, what the hell and did they say? And you see Scrappy rolling down. Like, that's, that's fine. It. That's, um, or just I the definitely, dog tag on the road. I definitely wanted now here's the thing. I was gonna go a little bit darker on this, a little bit more serious, because like I said, there are gonna be ghosts and demons and stuff. Um I was picturing maybe it's thirteen you know, there are thirteen ghosts they're going after. I was halfway thinking, what if we did two seasons so we can have two episodes, you know, kind of build into, you know, each ghost or whatever. Um so for uh Daphne, I I want um Haley Steinfeld, she was in the Bumblebee movie. She's going to be my Daphne. My Fred is going to be Joe Keery. He plays Steve on Stranger Things. Okay, he'd he'd be good. Yeah. Um, Velma, I got Ariel Winter. She plays Alex in Modern Family. I thought she would be a perfect Velma. I, for the life of me, could not figure out my Shaggy. Um, I'm so going. I'm also skewing a lot younger. Like I'm skewing yeah. early twenties. Uh, so I'd have to kind of look that up. Now, here's the other thing. There was another character in this series, and I think it's honestly the reason why I liked it so much. Because there was a uh, sorcerer, and he would give them hints and tips and help them out as they were going along. And the ser- sorcerer's name uh, was Vincent, and he was based off of and voiced by uh, Vincent Price. So I'm like, all right. I need a Vincent Price. Who am I going to go with? And um, I think I want Ian McKellen. He wouldn't have to do a lot. He basically just has to show up. A lot of this stuff is him talking through the the glass ball, but how awesome would it have to be Ian McKellen as your fucking sorcerer telling you what to do? Yeah. yeah, I, and like I said, they, they just really obviously everyone, you know, there are other people who remember this <laughs> because they just released the cartoon. And like I said, they are talking about re- rebooting the anime or the uh, live action movies. So, uh, but yeah, I, I was like, 
I'd like to see this done right. Like, I like the idea, the, the core idea I like. It's just the execution was horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, go look up some YouTube reviews of the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, and they'll break it down, and you're just like, wow, yeah, that's <laughs> not good at all. So, but anyway, uh, did uh, anyone else have another one they wanted to throw out there? I'm I'm good. I'm done. Do we... Uh... I had one that I thought about. Alrighty. I had one that I thought about that I just kind of shut down because I can't see anybody other than John Goodman. That's the Flintstones. I'd really like them to redo it. I think that they've got the ability to now where they can make it really interesting and very cool. Um, But I just can't see anybody but John Goodman playing Fred Flintstone. That was spot on casting for him. You know, yeah. Well, um, the first movie, yes. Yeah, the first one. Um, the other one's not so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only thing is, though, is he's kind of lost a lot of weight. <laughs> he couldn't do it now. No, he couldn't. That's kind of why I stopped. I'm like, yeah. eh. without, without him as Fred, I just, I didn't. I wouldn't want to recast it. I was like, yeah. But I thought, I thought the Flintstones could be revisited, and and that could be something again where. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I did have a funny thought, okay, <laughs> uh, where you you kind of mix the Muppets in with uh, Looney Tunes. So it's Looney Tunes trying to put on the show, right? Like at the orchestra and stuff like that. Okay, but it's it's live action where the people are helping them out, but it's very much um, kind of like Roger Rabbit, where you, <laughs> you've got. Oh, them. okay. I get, yeah, I know what you're, yeah. <laughs> You got the the tunes running around, and then the real orchestra is there trying to play. And I just thought that'd be kind of fun too. This so. <laughs> would be an interesting take. Yeah. When you were talking about the your pick, uh, you were reading about it that they're actually doing a live action Eugene. I thought for sure you were talking about Mask because they are doing a live action for that. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see what they end up doing with that. So. Hmm. Because I don't I remember. I started if, doing that one, but then I was like, you know what? They're, they're working on a movie. I don't yeah. need to do this. <laughs> I don't remember anything about the characters, and then all I remember because it was to me, it was like, wow, these are some awesome looking vehicles that kind of not oh. transform into robot, but they transform and have weapons, and that's awesome. These were awesome. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the only other one that I I thought of just because I want to see him reprise his role is Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've been seeing rumors that they're doing another one. I heard there. I don't think they will. Stranger awesome, Things, man. We're fucking. We're getting yeah. a new Ghostbusters movie next summer and a new Bill and Ted's. Which I mean, that's true. Oh, yeah. Excited for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seeing Bill and Ted, seeing the official announcement, I'm just like, oh man, this it's going to happen, and it's going to be. Even if it's just okay, it's still going to be cool to see those guys, especially. How? He's John Wick now. He's not. <laughs> that's yeah. that's who I picture. He's not even Neo to me anymore. He's no, fucking he's John Wick. Yes, and is. seeing John Wick act that is going to be awesome. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, that is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Thundercats. See, oh, Thundercats. Yeah, I love I that redo. Do it. I love that redo they did. The animated series. I like the story and the the the. Uh, what all they added to it. If they would do that, maybe live action. But I don't know if I want to see 
furries. I don't. You know, I, I don't know. It's just a weird. I don't know. A few years back, there was a picture going around Vin Diesel as Panthro. Did you ever see that? I saw that. Yes. That I'm looks looking at so freaking cool. I, yeah, I was gonna say that's the one thing that's like, eh, I don't know. So, of course, I'd still like to see an awesome, you know, He Man, which they keep talking about back and forth that we might may or may not get. So, uh, here there's casting rumors going on for He Man right now. I was just reading that this week. Yeah, yeah, supposedly it may actually be getting off the ground. So, because there's a huge there's a huge um, uh, following for it still. So. <laughs> What? What do you so like? Well, they they did Vin Diesel, but they also did Brad Pitt. <laughs> Line up. Nice. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, that is funny. Well, that is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. If you would please, uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans uh, before we get to our, our uh, you know, five-star rating and all that. All that other good stuff we normally go through. Uh, what do you want to go for, first with their pick or pan? Sure. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, all right, Ray. Yeah. What you got? Um, so uh, the kids' uh, report cards came back, and that was uh, I was pretty happy that they that they did all you know they're doing well and everything. But the the most part that I, I get to brag about with the kids was we um, we're on a bit of a health kick where we want to make sure that our our family is all healthy and everything. And so I uh, came to taking the kids to go get some blood work done just to make sure we have baselines and understand where they're at and what they need if they do need anything at all. And uh, so had to take them to the hospital and get the blood done. And both of them sat in that chair like champs and not a single tear out of either of them. And they were a little nervous at first, but yeah, I was really, uh, really happy with them that they just sat there and it was great. It was was like, yes, good, good parenting moment. (laughs) Awesome. Can they look at it while they're doing it? Because I can't. I would literally faint. And uh, that's even an exaggeration. Neither of them did. I was was on the phone distracting them with, like, dad jokes. I had a Uh a list of dad jokes up, and we're just kind of going through that. And then once they got going, they were fine. So, nice. Uh, But, yeah, it was, it was, uh, that was a good day. So, good deal. Very good. Um, Sean, you want to jump in? Uh, I got a couple picks and pans. Picks uh, Division 2, just drop. Really enjoying it, and uh, the other pick was Anthem. I don't these two great games, and they like drop them both back to back. But it led me into my pan. Uh, I beat Anthem, the main game, in like a week. I was kind of surprised with that. Like the main storyline, like there's still lots of play left in it, but mm-hmm. main storyline, like after playing like a couple hours of it, I'm like, I know where this is going. And, I hope there's more to this afterwards, and there wasn't. I was like, wow. But it worked out in the end because I beat Anthem and then went right into Division 2. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they planned that for you. <laughs> Other pen is, uh, so I've, I've stepped up for my boss for the last month or so. So normally I get to work and I, I change into blues and, like, I totally change all my clothes and all that. and. So in the morning when I get up, I'm like a chubby ninja. I like don't wake up my wife. I don't turn on any lights. I just get out there and get to work. And then that's when I do all my deodorant and get cleaned up and all that at work. Mm-hmm. But now I don't change into the blues. I leave my normal clothes on. So this past week, I'm trying to put deodorant on. I got my shirt wrapped around my friggin' head and I sprayed my face. <laughs> oh my God, that shit burns. 
<laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And then I'm like, my whole one side, I'm like covered in white. <laughs> like, That's freaking awesome. Oh, I want a video of that. <laughs> oh, my God. At least there wasn't that anyone in the change room at the time. But so, like, I'm all tied up with my arms wrapped in my oh shirt. My Half my face is deodorant. I slammed my I, head into my locker door. It was so brutal. I'm in the same locker room as Sean. I wish I was there for that because, damn, that would have been funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Not worth the pay raise. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> yeah. I've got two picks uh, for this week in a pan. Uh, my first pick is uh, uh, Captain Marvel. It's mm. it's a good movie. It's a good, fun movie. Um, I don't think it's definitely one of the, the best uh, movies, but, I mean, that's saying a lot. Like, there are some really good, you know, MCU movies. Um, but I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I think, you know, she did a great job in the role. Um, I think that Marvel at least has gotten to the point that they can just cast anyone and use them at any point in their lifespan because their de-aging is so ridiculously good. Uh, Coulson to me, there were a couple of times he looked just a tad bit off, but Sam Jackson never once looked. Coulson looked a little shiny sometimes. A little shiny, yeah, but for the most part, I'm just like, well, that could have just been like lighting. Like, it's just, God, it was so good. Um, So, yeah, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, definitely go see Captain Marvel. My other pick for the week is um, our uh, our good friend Cyrus has uh, restarted his web, has restarted his his channel, and um, I was going to rag him about it, but I decided not to because. He has quit and come back multiple times, <laughs> but he—I think—he's finally got his head on straight as to what he wants to do with his channel, and the videos that he has produced thus far is probably the best work that he's done since his his book writing. It is—they're short and they're like maybe ten minutes max. They're short. They're funny. They're well edited. It's. I, I laughed out loud at one point and it just was, I'm like, this is what you should have been doing. Like, this is great. Like to the point I texted him and I was like, I'm a little bit pissed that you decided not to start doing videos for E, you know, epically geeky again, but it's all good dude, because what you're putting out now is awesome. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun. I, when's the next one coming out? Uh, I don't know. He doesn't have a specific release date. So um, you know, I'm glad though, because he needs that outlet, right? Then. He needed an outlet, and and he even said he's like, you know, he basically shut off from everything, and I think he did still need that shut off. But he's like, I need to, I've I've got energy. I need to do something. I knew he was going to eventually do something. I just didn't know if he was going to channel that back into doing videos, if he was going to start writing another book or whatever. So I just, yeah. I knew it was going to take some time, but he was going to get there. So, Excellent. um, my uh, pan for the week is um well not the flooring itself the flooring has come out really good uh my wife and i have been talking for years about pulling up the carpet and putting down um vinyl plank and it looks really good if you're watching the video you can see it here behind me plus some of my boys toys but it looks really good um but yeah it's taking a lot of time in fact that's why we didn't have a show last week because i literally spent eight days of my spring break, eight days, almost 12 hour day, at least 12 hour days for seven of those days. 
working on this and we literally are not done yet. Like we are finishing the boys room uh, tomorrow. I worked on it today. We worked on it today. We're going to hopefully finish the boys room tomorrow. We'll still have one more room to do the next weekend. So I'm still not done. Um, the vinyl, like, like I said, the vinyl plank has gone slower than I was hoping it was going to. It, it looks great. My, my pan though is, um, it's called halves, H-A-V-S, uh, hand arm vibration syndrome. It's basically a form of carpal tunnel. And I got it, I'm assuming from uh, hammering, and I really think it's it's mainly because of some of the saws that I've been using. But right now I have a, um, uh, a wrist thing on, and as long as I'm wearing it, it's fine. Like, my hand feels fine right now. But uh, last Thursday, about last Thursday, uh, my arm and my fingers started feeling like they were, like, trying to go to sleep, and then they were waking back up. And then I would go to sleep and i'd wake up about 3 a.m and it felt like my hand and arm and wrist were on fucking fire and it was oh my god it was horrible um i understand now why my mom was in so much pain from carpal tunnel she had surgery done on anything uh but yeah so if you are using tools and uh you know or doing computer stuff and people are constantly warning you make sure you know you're doing this that and the other to prevent carpal tunnel it's no joke (laughs) it's no joke um yeah, that is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. It really does help out. Uh, you can check us out at epicallygeeky.com. Uh, there you can find this show as long as, as well as the other shows that we do, uh, Sustainably Geeky, uh, Marginally Geeky. Um, we should have a new Sustainably Geeky, or a new Marginally Geeky coming up here uh, pretty quick in the next week or so. Um, we're doing um, uh, The Authorities by Scott Meyer. Really fun book. Uh, can't wait to talk to to Ray about that specifically because I know he he greatly enjoyed it. Um, and then we just had a sustainably geeky come out uh, last week about um, composting. So I actually learned some stuff about that. I had no idea. <laughs> um, and then you can check out uh, Epically Geeky Expo is coming up here on May 17th to the 19th. If you go to epicallygeeky.com, it'll take you to the other site. You can buy, buy your tickets. If you're in the local area, we'd love for you to come out. We are going to do a live show there. Um, so, you know, stop by and say hi. And if nothing else, um, I'm judging or I'm, I'm in charge of the, uh, kids cosplay contest. Uh, so that's also a lot of fun. Um, we'll be at the booth dressed up, come by, say hi. We'd love to see you. So, um, and then of course you can find us at epically geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ray, where can we find you online? The reluctant Yeti on uh, Twitter and on, uh, on Instagram. Yes. So, uh, Sean, can we find you anywhere online? I'm just hiding behind a bush. (laughs) (laughs) Just look for the bush and look for Sean. Uh, And then, as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Genie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I will be getting back to putting my proton pack back together. But first, got to finish the flooring. So, (laughs) if you're you're interested in flooring pictures, I'm where to be. So, (laughs) for everyone on this site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.